Welcome Inside the Vault. This is a collection of previously unreleased lessons from eight-figure entrepreneurial mastermind Arjun Robbins. And in case you didn't see the warning label, this content can be explicit and is for serious entrepreneurs only. This week, Arjun introduces two basic but very important financial tools, the chart of accounts and the forward-looking budget. He explains why each is so important, and he teaches a simple process that you can use to create yours too. Let's go to the vault. Working with Arjan is like having a shortcut to future you. Every time I can have an opportunity to spend time with Arjan, I try to take it and be a sponge. I thought everyone was crazy. You know, they were running to the front of the stage to see this person. Arjun's wearing his crazy shirt. You know, he drinks tiger blood in the morning just for fun, and he's like breathing down my throat. Sometimes it's terrifying to work with him. It's like he's looking into your soul, but it's, it's growth the whole way. We all understand a chart of accounts intuitively. Even though we don't think we do, we, we understand it. It's a really simple concept. Let's talk about our, our house, a typical household budget, something we're all very familiar with. Can we get the camera to shoot this, please? Can you see it? Okay. We have income. We've got maybe his job, maybe her job. Maybe you've got a uh, rental property that you own. Maybe you've got another rental property that you own. Maybe you've got some uh, interest income from savings. And maybe you've got some investments. And you add this all up, called a subtotal. And then whatever that number is, is your total income. So let's just say his monthly income is $5,000. And let's say her monthly income is $5,000. And let's say rental property number one generates $500. And rental property number two generates $500. And let's say income from savings is $100. And let's say investment income is $200. So our total income would be 5, 10, 11, $11,300. Is that right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and then you've got expenses. And let's say expenses, you've got your mortgage. And let's say you've got his car and her car and rental property, and you've got domestic services at home, 
and other household. And then you got savings and vacation, just for an example. And let's say the mortgage is $4,000. And let's say his car payment is $400. And let's say her car payment is $500. And let's say the rental property expenses are uh, $2,000. And let's say the domestic is $2,000. And let's say other household expenses are $1,000. I'm not trying to be realistic. I'm just trying to throw some numbers out here to get the idea. And let's say you put $500 into savings. And let's say you're going to take an annual vacation for $12,000. So you break it down and you say $1,000 a month. And then you've got a subtotal. And that would be four, five, six, seven, eight. 9, 10, 11, $11,400. Clearly, we have a problem here. All right, so just for my example, I'm just going to make her income $6,000, make that $12,000, and there you go. And so the difference between $12,300 and $11,400 is... $900, right? Okay. The really sad thing is that the people who are new, they might think I'm joking. <laughs> I really am not joking. All right. I mean, this is a basic budget. We all understand this, right? There's no one who hasn't done this a hundred times on the back of a napkin, right? We all understand this concept. We've been doing this our whole adult lives, I hope. All right. Now, we can turn this into a chart of accounts by doing one very simple thing, and that is we add account numbers to these categories. So we're going to say jobs, we're going to call that the 100 series. So his job would be 101, and her job would be 102. And then we're going to call it uh, real estate would be the 200 series. So rental property number one would be chart of account line item number 201. And next one would be 202. And then if we had savings, savings income would be chart of account number No, the category would be 300 series, and so income from savings would be 301, and investments would be 302. The mortgage would be mortgages, and that would be category what? 400. Now... You might take the rental property mortgage and move it up by the household mortgage, so everything's together, and then the house mortgage would be category what? 401, and the rental property would be 402, and his car would be, we'll call it transportation, 
That would be which series? And his car would be? And her car would be? And then let's say we put domestic and household all together under house expense, non-mortgage house expense. So the maid would be, uh, this would be category what? 600. And the maid would be what? 601. And other household expenses would be 602. And then savings would be what category? Is this becoming mind-numbingly dull? I mean, do you understand? I'm doing this. I, I understand this is painfully didactic. Is that the word I'm saying? Didactic? Is that the right word? It's the word is it the word I mean? <laughs> Someone read my mind. Come on, tell me. Didant- pedantic. Does this seem painfully pedantic to you? Yes, it is, right? That's because this is dumb, dumb, simple. This is it. This is the chart of accounts. That's all there is to it. Oh my God, I gotta like abdicate. See, I'm using the right word there. Abdicate, not delegate, abdicate my responsibilities for my chart of accounts to some bookkeeper because I couldn't possibly figure out how to do this myself. That's it. I swear to you, right? We did $3 million last year. I swear to you, that's it. That's all, that's, that's it. If you can master this, you can build a chart of accounts. All right. That's your chart of accounts. That's it. There's, no, that's, there's nothing else. That's it. That's the chart of accounts. It's really simple. All right. Now, we're going to take this chart of accounts, and we're going to magically transform it into this thing called a budget. <gasps> a budget? All right, let me be clear. <clears throat> a record or a log of all of your expenses for the past 12 months, that's not a budget. That's just a record of all of your expenses for the past 12 months. A budget is a forward-looking, strategic planning, forcing you to think and make decisions and use your brain. And, and, and I said make decisions, but I want to say that one again. Make important decisions about your life planning tool. The problem with allowing your bookkeeper or your accountant to give you a budget is that as you're about to see, in order to construct a budget, We've got to make some important decisions. And if you let someone else make a budget for you, then you're going to have to allow them to make important decisions for you. Does anyone here want to allow me to decide what car you drive? Does anyone want to allow me to choose what house you live in? Does anyone want to allow me to decide where you send your kids for school? Does anyone want to allow me to tell you... uh, who, you know, when you're going to hire an assistant versus when you're going to scrub the toilet yourself? No? Well, that's exactly what you're doing if you allow a bookkeeper or an accountant, even someone who's experienced, even someone who's brilliant, even someone who's very well-meaning, if you allow any other person to give you a budget, you're effectively giving them 
authority to make critical decisions about your life. Why do we do it? We do it because we're afraid of budgeting. But I'm going to show you that we can transform this chart of accounts, which you've now mastered, into a budget. Very simple. You must, by the way, be involved. You must be involved. Write this one down. I must get involved in my chart of accounts. Homework assignment number one is go home and ask your bookkeeper to print out or email to you a copy of your chart of accounts. This is something that should take the bookkeeper about 10 seconds to do. If your bookkeeper cannot or will not give you a copy of your chart of accounts, that is a gigantic flaming red flag planted on a pile of shit. You got to do something about it, okay? 10 seconds is all it should take for your bookkeeper to give you your chart of accounts. It's really, really simple. If they can't or won't do it, that's a major problem. All right. So we're going to transform your chart of accounts into a budget. And here's how we do it. People have been doing this for hundreds of years before we had computers, before we had Excel, before we had any kind of technology. People were using pencils and paper and papyrus even and creating budgets, 12-month forward-looking budgets by taking the chart of accounts and adding two magic things to the budget. Month one, month two, month three, month four, 12 months. My first budget looked a lot like this. I'm not joking. I did it with pencil and paper. I don't, in addition to not being able to do math, I'm also computer practically illiterate. I I can't use, I didn't used to be able to use Excel or any of that stuff. And my first budget was just, looked just like this. Almost as illegible to everyone but me. Um, So, That's the first thing we do to transform a chart of accounts into a budget is we're just going to repeat the numbers every month for 12 months going forward. The rule when making a budget, this is the most important rule when making a budget. This is what's going to prevent you from fucking this up. Every bucket, I don't know why we call them buckets, but we call them buckets. Every bucket gets a number. No bucket doesn't get a number. You must put a number in every single bucket for every single category, for every single month, for the next 12 months. I'll show you how you figure that out. How can I predict what the number is going to be in 12 months because I don't have a crystal ball? No, but you have a brain, and you're going to use it to come up with a hypothesis. And that hypothesis is going to drive this thing called a plan. And that plan is going to get written down using these things called words. And that goes down here in the notes section. So, we would have 101, which we know from 101. What is that? His job. And the notes is 
annual salary, annual salary, $60,000, uh, plan to get a raise in three months because I will blackmail my boss. So, five first month should be how much? $5,000. Second month should be how much? $5,000. Third month should be how much? What's the plan? Plan is to get a $1,000 a month raise by blackmailing my boss, by working overtime, by getting an extra credential, by earning a certificate, by taking on more responsibility, by doing whatever, we've written a plan to do something that we think is reasonably calculated to get us a $1,000 a month raise. Therefore, what number should we put in month three? $6,000. And then what should we put in month four? $6,000. In month five, $6,000. And someone called out $7,000. In order to put $7,000, we would need to add to the plan, right? And if the plan makes sense, the number should add up. Does this make sense to all you? I swear to you, this is all there is to budget. This is it. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Be sure to tune in next week for more lessons from The Vault.